Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Born the Battle. I'm your host, Pablo Meza, an Air Force veteran. And as always, this podcast is brought to you by the Department of Veteran Affairs. In this podcast, we highlight the important benefits, services, and resources provided by VA. Today is Saturday, May 27th, 2023. I'm reflecting on the special bond we share as veterans this Memorial Day weekend. Our service has taught us courage, resilience, and selflessness that words can't convey. So, to my fellow veterans listening today, I want to say thank you. Your service and sacrifices have not gone unnoticed or unappreciated, especially on a weekend like this, where remembrance is at the heart of our gatherings. Memorial Day reminds us of our brothers and sisters who have made the ultimate sacrifice for our nation. In that spirit, I'd like to share a couple of interesting facts about this sacred day. Memorial Day originally sprouted from the ashes of the Civil War as Decoration Day, a day of tribute to the countless soldiers who gave their lives. And in 2000, Congress introduced the National Moment of Remembrance, inviting Americans to a collective pause at 3 p.m. on Memorial Day. This minute of silence allows us all to honor and remember those who have fallen in service to our nation. Here at Born the Battle, our mission aligns with the ethos of respect and remembrance. We aim to serve as a bridge between veterans and VA, spotlighting the numerous ways VA supports us. Today's episode focuses on another key resource offered by VA, a testament to their ongoing dedication to our community. So grab your morning brew and let's explore together. Let's make this Memorial Day weekend a time of reflection, connection, and gratitude. So without further ado, let's start the episode. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Born the Battle. I am very excited about this episode. We are going to be talking to Rachel Hahn, and we're going to be focusing on the VA app. Very excited. But before we get into it, I want to give Rachel an opportunity to just tell us a little bit about herself and her journey into the VA. Sure, happy to. Thanks, Pablo, for having me as a guest. My name is Rachel Hahn. I joined Veterans Affairs, the office of the Chief Technology Officer, a few months ago. And my path to VA is via the U.S. Digital Service. I became very passionate about civic technology. wanted to find a place within the federal government agencies where I could be part of a team that provides high-quality digital experiences to people. And Veterans Affairs has a great team, and I'm very excited to be here. Awesome. But I'm going to say one thing. I absolutely love the VA app. It's truly amazing. As a veteran myself, I want to say that I use that app almost every day. So just to sit here and talk to you about this is very exciting. We have a lot of questions that I know our viewers are going to want to hear the answers to. But then I also got some questions myself based on my experience. Let's go ahead and just jump right into it. I think the first thing that I want to ask is what inspired the VA to come up with this with this app? And how do you know what specific needs the veterans were asking for when creating the app? That's a great question. So a few years ago, the Octo office started really thinking about what is one single place for veterans to access VA services. And that really started with revamping VA.gov, the website. In 2020, we realized that more than 50% of the traffic to VA.gov came from a mobile phone. Um, and with the COVID pandemic, there was even greater demand. Veterans told us they wanted a single, fast, intuitive place to access services digitally and more portably. And so that's how the app was one. Mm, cool. I think 
this shows how the VA is definitely staying with the times when it comes to technology. You know? um, it, it's crucial that we stay on par with the latest trends. And obviously apps right now have been really the go-to for the last few years. And just knowing that the VA is staying up with the private sector as far as like communication and stuff like that, it's really good to, to hear. When you and, and the team were developing the app, can you tell us about some of the challenges that you faced? Yeah, absolutely. One of our main methods for working on any digital touch point is really thinking about how we work with veterans, not for veterans. By that, I mean, we really consider the framework of human-centered design and making sure that we collaborate with veterans to build an app that offers veterans that easy and intuitive way of accessing benefits from a mobile device. With that, while I was not here at the initial start of the app, one challenge that I hear a lot about was the fact that much of the team's work was on VA.gov, which is a website. And working on a native mobile app is a different practice. And so the startup experience of working on this native mobile app was not just about creating the app. It was also about how to start a mobile practice. So it was twofold challenge. And another challenge problem that we face now that the app is coming out of startup land and becoming more mature, the app is still in development. It will continue to be in development as we add more digital experiences with veterans. And because of that, one challenge is actually being able to prioritize and figure out what's the next digital experience to add to the app. That is actually a challenging decision. And again, one where we go back to veterans, listen and design with veterans to understand what is that next much needed experience that veterans want. Wow. You were mentioning that you used human-centered design. Can you tell us what that is for some of us that might not know what that is? Yes, absolutely. So human-centered design is really a problem-solving approach or technique that puts people, in this case, veterans, at the center of a development process or the software development process. We put people in the center and not systems and not VA organizational charts and so forth. And one of the um, goals with this app is really to have veterans at that center, always thinking about what is that seamless experience we can provide such that Veterans don't have to know how VA is organized. They don't need to know, okay, I have to go to you know, this office to access that information. The idea is really to make sure that the information and the services provided through the app is seamless and putting veterans at the center. That's great news. And I think you guys are doing an excellent job. Because you guys are doing an excellent job, the VA app has great ratings on both Apple and Google Play. Do you have any more secrets for us in, in, in other offices in the VA of how to get those, uh, those high user satisfaction ratings? Thank you for the positive feedback. I would say it really comes down to that human-centered design philosophy. What we don't do is 
you don't sit in some room in DC and say, we think our users like this. We go out and we talk to our users. Now with this mobile app, there are some problems that we already know exist. So for example, it is really hard to um, use a website and try to somehow get information into that computer. You either got to take a photo and then email it or scan the document or some other way. With this mobile app, what we're really focused on is obfuscating all the complexities that might exist uh, when veterans access information or service from the VA and also utilize native mobile functionality like the camera to really speed up whatever task or information the veteran wants to do. And with, with these approaches, the human-centered designed technique, um, as well as really thinking about how to best use native mobile functionality, the goal is really, again, thinking about every task the veteran is trying to complete and making that experience intuitive. Okay. So out of all the features that you've seen in the app, which are the most popular or impactful among veterans? I would say one of the most popular features is the biometric login feature. It is such an easy way for veterans to log in and access their personal information, whether it is a claim letter or sending a secure message to a clinician. The login process is one of the highest popular features. And I would say the next ones are being able to send a secure message to clinicians, really having that healthcare experience, being able to take care of one's health portably, and being able to request refill medications, which is a relatively new feature on the app that was added earlier this year. Again, it's all about portability and easy access. And that's been some of the positive feedback we've heard. Absolutely. I love the face recognition, the biometric features that it has to log in. It makes me feel safe. And uh, as far as communication, love it. That's another way that I've seen how responsive at least my clinic and my team have been. I know that obviously reaching out to a bigger hospital it might take a little bit longer, but I usually get a response back within 24 hours. And I think most of the time that's about the average time for response. Oh, and you mentioned uh, the prescription feature. I've also used that. Really cool. One thing that I will mention to vets who use the prescription feature, because I had to find out the hard way, is if you use it, it's usually going to be for delivery. I used it and then I try to go pick it up at my clinic, but they mentioned that's not available as far as picking it up in your clinic. Once you use the prescription feature, that's actually being mailed out to you. So that is I'm not sure if that's something that's going to be changed in the future, but right now that's how they have it playing out. There's another feature that I really like. I don't think you mentioned it, but there's a feature with veteran crisis line. When you log into the app, if you have um, an emergency and you needed to talk to someone, there's a link immediately where you click on it and it sends you to, to that number. And then there's also a feature that if you 
want to look at your claims or download some of the letters that you have that is available through through the app. I I'm, I am actually like an avid user of the app and I really like it. And matter of fact, if if you can share with us if there's any like upcoming features or improvements planned for the app, that'd be great because I'm excited to hear. Yeah, Pablo, it's so nice to hear from a user about the app and I really appreciate how much you explore it and find it easy to use. That's really our main goal here. As for upcoming features or improvements, you're absolutely right. We're continuously uh, improving the app. In terms of additional features, we're currently working on patient check-in for those VA facilities that provide veterans the ability to check in digitally. We're also looking into travel pay reimbursement, labs and tests, and additional push notifications to provide information to veterans literally in their hands. Wow, that's great. That's great. Hey, let me ask you a question. I know that there's a lot of apps that have chat features available to them. Is that something that you guys are considering or is that something that hasn't crossed the plane yet? That's a great question. On the web, on VA.gov, we actually have a VA chat bot in beta. The goal of this chat bot, which is a new part of the web, the chat bot is a great resource to help veterans find information and navigate VA benefits and services. As for the question about whether this is something that we would consider part of the flagship mobile app that is still being considered, as we continue to build on the mobile app and think about which digital experiences is part of the flagship app, we definitely consider by default having all the experiences be on the web by via.gov and a portion of the experiences being on mobile. This is so we make sure that we are focused on our mission, which is really to empower veterans to use the app for the most popular and frequent information and tasks so veterans can move on with their lives. So because of that mission, we want to make sure that every time we add a new experience, this is something that veterans say they want it and that it is fast and easy and a frequent task. Oh, before I forget, another cool feature. <laughs> I feel like I'm overexcited with I this love interview. That you're another me, feature I love that's that you're yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Because there's a feature that I really like when it comes to video visits that the VA provides for appointments, they populate immediately when you hit the link from the app. And I just think that's awesome. If you're on your phone and you want to, you know, just jump into the meeting, obviously uh, it's recommended that you have really a strong connection, but you can definitely uh, do a video appointment using your VA app to directly. So there's a lot of really cool things and I'm very excited to uh, to hear not just what's planned for the app, but also what we're, we're thinking about doing for the website as well. Could you share some of the feedback? <laughs> I know I've given you feedback as a veteran and as a user, but can you share some of the feedback you've gotten from other users and how you plan to use that to improve the app? Yeah, absolutely. We often hear feedback about what's that next feature that veterans want. So one reason why we prioritize medications or refill prescriptions is because veterans told us, hey, wouldn't it be great if 
I could request a refill from my phone. Uh, we've also heard veterans tell us, what if we could get push notification for appointments so I can remember no matter where I am, what are some of my upcoming appointments? So because of those feedback, we've been able to then prioritize um, our roadmap and the latest feedback was wanting push notifications for claim status. It is definitely something that we are looking into and on our roadmap. In addition to additional features, veterans also tell us potential bugs related to a login issue, let's say. That is definitely something we would then look into immediately and resolve. Yeah, that's awesome. And I hope that veterans continue to provide as much feedback as possible because I think you and your team are doing an excellent job. And, uh, you know, I can't wait to see what the future brings for some of these new uh, new features for the app. Can you tell me how the VA and the office of the chief technology officer will approach future projects based on the app's success? Yes, absolutely. In addition to continuing to apply techniques such as human-centered design and agile software development, uh, we definitely work in co collaboration with other parts of the VA, such as the Health Administration's Office of Connected Care. As we work on adding additional health services on the app, that way for veterans, they do not have to figure out how VAs organize behind the scenes and what they see is one VA. What would be your top reasons that you can give veterans why they shouldn't wait to download the app? It's easy to log in. It's easy to use. It just works. Over a million veterans have downloaded the app. Much of it is because of word of mouth and veterans tell us the app, it just works. It's really easy. It's simple. And I hope more veterans find out, find out about it. Once again, I sound like a fan right now, but I am. The <laughs> app works. Thank you. It really does. And that's really awesome. There isn't really any hiccups. And if there is some kind of update, uh, it happens quickly. Pablo, may I add something else to your last question? Um, Absolutely. Okay, Absolutely. Great. Beyond the ease of use, the team behind the native mobile app is also thinking about not just meeting the minimum requirements for accessibility, but going beyond and really having the app be accessibility first. By that, we mean we make sure that when we talk to veterans, we include, as an example, veterans who are blind or have low vision. Because when we design a product accessibility first, it means that everyone will be able to access and use this app, that it just works, and that it's easy. You mentioned over a million downloads. That is impressive. That is impressive. What's the goal as far as users? Are you expecting another million downloads? So I don't have exact numbers, but we are definitely looking for ideas and how to get the word out there and to help veterans more easily discover the app. Because we've gotten so much positive feedback, we want to make sure veterans who already have an, a relationship with VA can use this as a tool in the plethora of digital tools they have to access new services. So thank you, Pablo, for being an advocate and an ambassador for the app. Absolutely. Absolutely. And 
I do want to mention to our listeners that we are going to have a blog accompanying this podcast, and it's going to have a lot of the information that you that you're going to need. Some of the information that Rachel has has mentioned. So please look out for that. Obviously, we are going to be pushing this out as far as we can because we do want as many veterans to to use and have access to this app. One of the things you mentioned, though, and I found interesting, and maybe this is another question. So you mentioned that this app is really for veterans that have a relationship with the VA. So you're saying that the features available uh, wouldn't really be available to someone who has no relationship with the VA, hasn't been enrolled, which, by the way, this is a good time to just, like always, tell my audience that if you are a veteran and you haven't enrolled in the VA system, please do so because it, some of these features, especially with the features that involve your information, you're going to have to be inside the system. But I'll let Rachel just go over that information right now. Yes, that's right, Pablo. At the moment, the services via the app is really for veterans who already have a relationship with VA. The reason why this is the case is veterans told us, look, there's only so much space on my phone and so much real estate on a tiny screen. If something is not personalized to me, I don't want it. And so this app is really to empower veterans who have that existing relationship with VA to provide a personalized experience to make sure what is part of this app and the app itself is directly designed and servicing veterans with very popular tasks to be done, information to, to access, and that it's fast and easy. And that's what it's all about when it comes to a mobile app. And then for everything that is digital, VA.gov is really that single front door that all veterans have access to. So there you have it. This is is coming from the VA app team. It's coming from your team here at Born the Battle. We want you, if you're a veteran, to definitely enroll in the system so you have access to to some of these features. And if you have a family member, once again, that's a veteran, please encourage them to enroll in the system. I think this first conversation with your team, I think that's all the questions that I have. But I just see that your team is going to be constantly innovating to make some of these mobile services better and better. So I know and I hope you come back on the show to tell us some new information and some new features down the road. Thank you so much for having me as a guest, Pablo. I find myself feeling privileged to be able to work on this app and at VA so veterans can easily access the benefits they deserve um, in a single convenient place. And there will be more features to come. Thank you so much, Rachel, for being on the show. I'm going to go ahead and and, uh, sign out because I actually hear, I don't know if you hear it, but I can hear somebody outside cutting the grass. So that's my cue to just go ahead and finish the episode. This was great. Can't wait to hear what you guys have in the works. And uh, thank you very much for coming on the show. And I hope to see you again soon.